Shalom to all. Today's half is starting to have Zion, and we are starting Lam and Favon Bay's the second to last line with the words Yehuda Maihi. And today's half is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basav Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freidechaya Bela, Basav Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah. Now, previously we had said that Yosef and Yehuda were Makadashim Shemaim. Yosef was talking about Yosef Hatzadik himself, whereas Yehuda, as we're going to see right now, is not referring to Yehuda himself, rather to Shevet Yehuda. So the Gemara asks Yehuda Maihi, what's the story of Yehuda being Makadashim Shemaim? The time you have a bride, so Hayra Mayor, Amr Mayor says, When Am Yisrael were standing by the Yamsov, the Shvatim were debating or they were challenging each other. Zaymer, this one said, I'm going to go into the sea first. The other one said, I'm going to go into the sea first. So what happened? The Shevet of Binyamin jumped and they went to the Yam first. Because the Pasuk says, Sham over there, Binyamin Sa'ir, Binyamin, the young one, ride them. And literally the word ride them means rules them. However, the Josh is, I'll take we ride them, don't read it as that. Ella raid Yam, rather read it as went down into the sea. Yam did that. The officers of Yehuda were stoning them. Shemar says in the Pasuk, Sar Yehuda Rigmasam. The officers of Yehuda were stoning them. Lefikach, therefore, because of this act of Yamin, Zachab Yamin had Sadik Vanaso Shpitzchon the Gvura, Yamin had Sadik, meaning the Shevet, was Zaycha to become a host for the Gvura for Hashem. Shemar says in the Pasuk, Ubeng Seif of Shachin, he dwells between his shoulders. This is referring to the Kash Kadashim, which was in the portion of Binyamin, not in the portion of Yehuda, which is where the majority of the Besamekdash was. Whereas Amal Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda told him, like I said, that wasn't the story. Each one was saying, I don't want to go into the sea first. Oh, I don't want to go into the sea first. So, who's the Nasi of Yehuda, he jumped into the sea first. Shanamar the Pasuk says, Ephraim surrounded me with falsehood, and with deceit. But Yehuda still ruled with Hashem. Meaning, Yehuda, as in Shevet Yehuda, had Bitachan Hashem, and he jumped into the water. And on him, it's written in Kabbalah, which over here is referring to Tehillim. The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Kim, save me, Hashem, for the water has come to my soul. I've sunk into the mire of the shadowy depths, and there's no foothold. And the Pasuk continues, Don't let the rushing current of water sweep me away, and don't let the depths swallow me. And at that time, Moshe was davening. He was davening to Hashem to save Am Yisrael. Hashem told him, My beloved ones, meaning Am Yisrael, they're about to drown at the sea. And you're davening away before me? So Moshe Rabbeinu told him, what do you want me to do? So Amalei Hashem told him, That's a quote of a Pasuk. Speak to Am Yisrael and just tell him to move on. And you lift up your staff and stretch your hand out over the sea. And we know that there was Kriyas Yamsuf then. Now going back to the Kiddush Hashem that Yehuda made, Therefore, Yehuda was Zaycha to Memshala to rulership in Klai Yisrael. Shinamar the Pasuk says, Yehuda became Hashem's sanctified one to rule over Klai Yisrael. And we continue explaining this Pasuk into Hillim. Matam Hosei Yehuda Kach of Yisrael Mam Shalaisav. Why is it that Yehuda became Hashem's sanctified one to rule over Am Yisrael? Mishum the Hayam Rav Ayanos because the sea saw and ran away. And why did the sea run away? Because of what Nachshon Raminadov did. And once again, going back to our discussion that we started a number of daf ago, talking about Am Yisrael by Har Grizim and Har Evil. So Mar tells us Tanya of Abraz or Blazer Bniakav Aimer Yefsher Loimer Levi Lamato Shekvar Namer Lamala. We can't say the Shevet Levi was down below in between the two mountains because it already says the Shevet Levi was on one of the mountains and Yefsher Loimer Lamala Shekvar Namer Lamata. And we can't say he was on one of the mountains because it already says that he was in between the mountains. Hakatesad. So where was Shevet Levi standing? The answer is Zikne Kuhn of Levi Lamato. The Zikanim of Kuhn and Levia. They were down below in between the two mountains with the Aroin Vashar Lamala, and the rest of Shevet Levi was up above on Har Grizim. Rabbi Yeshua Aimer he says Kol Haroy 
Sharis Lamata, any Levi that was able to serve in the base of Mikdash, that anyone in between the ages of 30 and 50, they were down below in between, and the rest were up above. Now, Rebbe Yom, Rebbe says something that's a chiddish. Elu ve'elu lamata Everyone, all of Am Yisrael, were down below in between the two mountains, and no one was on the mountains. Everyone turned their faces towards Hagrizim, and they began saying the bracha, then they turned towards Hagrizim, and they said the klolis. Ask the Gemara, my al, so what's the understanding of the word al? It says in the Pasuk, they were al Hagrizim and al Harevel. Mashma, they were actually on the mountain. And over here, Rebbe's saying they weren't on the mountain, they were in between the mountains. So my answer is al besamach. Al means they were next to the mountain, not on the mountain. Now, how do we know the word al means besamach? It means near nearby or next to. Ketanya, we have a price The Pesach says, when sato al and you shall place al pure frankincense. Now, this is referring to lechem aponim. We know there were 12 lechem aponim that were baked every single week in the base of Mikdash, and in between the two stacks of six lechem aponim, there were two spoons of frankincense, of levina that were placed there. But the Pesach says, when sato al Now, if you're going to say the word al to mean on, that means that levina had to be placed on the lechem aponim, and we know that it wasn't placed on lechem aponim, it was placed in between the two stacks. So we have a riot that the word al means means next to or nearby. And similarly, Rabbi Yom Rabbi says, Al Basamuch. Al means nearby. You're saying that Al means nearby. Maybe Al really means on top of. So here's the Raik. It says in the Pasuk, that you shall have the Parechas Al Ha'aroin Hava'aymer Al Basamuch. That shows us that Al means Basamuch. This Pasuk of Vesachas Al Ha'aroin is referring to the Parechas. The Parechas was the dividing curtain in between the Kadesh and the Kadesh Kadashim. And this curtain was definitely not on top of the Aroin. It was next to the Aroin. It was nearby, but it wasn't on top. So we have a raya that Al means nearby. And continue to talk about Hagrizim and Har'evel. They turn their faces towards Hagrizim and they start saying the bracha and then they return to Har'evel and say the klalis. Now, Tanabon, we have a brayso. Baruch Bechlal, Baruch Beprat. There was a bracha that was given as a klal, it was just a general bracha, and then there were specific brachas that were given. Same thing by the klalas. There was an aror that was just given as a general klala, and then there were specific klalas. And that was all in regards to one thing. For example, when we're talking about the klalas, it says, That's a general klala. Cursed is one who doesn't keep these divrei taira. And the bracha as the klal, the general bracha, is the same thing. But then there's the specific. Or, now, that was in regards to what was said at Hargizim and Har Eval. Now, we also know that every mitzvah has four requirements built into it. To learn it, to teach it, to guard it, and to do it. So, Harei Lam Zainam and on top. Arba, that's a total of four parts to every single mitzvah. Now, Arba Arba Harei Shmaina. Four plus four is eight. What does it mean, four plus four is eight? So, as we just said, every mitzvah has four parts to it. But we also said that at Hargizim and Har Eval, there was four as well. What were those four? Two brachas and two klalas. Remember, general bracha and a specific bracha, and a general klala and a specific klala. So it means that these four brachas and klalas are applied to the four parts of every mitzvah. So when the Gemara over here says, Arba Arba Harishmaina, that's referring to the first two parts of every mitzvah the Lilmoid and the Lilamid. So 4 plus 4 is a total of 8. And then the Gemara continues, Shmaynu Shmaynu Harishashashre. 8 plus 8 is 16. Because we have the next two parts of every single mitzvah, that's a Lishmar Velasais. Those also have the two brachas and two claws attached to them. So we have a total of 16 commandments or 16 brisas, if you will, that are shaykh to every single mitzvah. And that was given at Har Grizim and Har Evil. And Mechim Sinai, same thing at Sinai. Being at Har Sinai, we got the Torah. These same 16 commandments or covenants or brisas were given to Maishra Benu with every single mitzvah. And Mechim Ba'arvay Smaev, same thing in Ba'arvay Smaev 
of when Moshe taught over all the mitzvahs to Am Yisrael. Shem of the Pasuk says, These are the words of the bris. Then Hashem commanded Moshe to do with Am Yisrael. Uksev and another Pasuk says, Nimsa, it turns out, There's really 48 brisas with every single mitzvah because the mitzvahs were given over in this manner three different times. 16 times 3 is 48. Now, he takes out Hagrizman Midbar, and he says that really the third time was the Elmite in the Midbar and not at Hagrizman Evil. He holds that Yeshua didn't mention all of the mitzvahs at Hagrizman Evil. Only the eleven things that are actually mentioned in the pasuk. The Gemara continues with Pulkei Tani Tanoi. This machlek is between Reb Shimon and Tanakama is the same machlek as the following Tanoi. The Tanya of Reb Shmuel Shmuel Emer he says Kolis Nerem B'Sinai. The general ideas of the mitzvahs were said at Har Sinai. The Pratis Ba'al Ma'id, whereas the specifics were taught to Moshe Rabbeinu at the Al Ma'id. Whereas Reb Kiva Emer he says no Kolis Reb Pratis Nerem B'Sinai. All the Kolis and Pratis of the mitzvahs were taught to Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai. Menishnu Ba'al Ma'id and they were repeated to him at the Al Ma'id. Menishnal Shlub Arvis Ma'iv and they were sent over by Moshe Rabbeinu to Am Yisrael at Arvis Ma'iv. Now going back to our to how many brisos are connected to every single mitzvah. So there isn't anything that's written in the Torah that doesn't have 48 brisos. So here we have an argument. There's no mitzvah in the Torah. There isn't a single mitzvah in the Torah that doesn't have this number 48 that we just mentioned times 603,550. Why? is that? Because we know that that's how many Yidin there are. That's a big number, 603,550. And we know there's this concept of Iros, that we're each responsible for everyone else. So that means that every mitzvah that we have to do, it's not that we have 48 brisas, we have 48 times the number of Kali Yisrael, because we have responsibility, we have Arvos, for that other Yid as well. Now, it's like a different understanding of Reb Shimon, Amar Rebbe, Rebbe said, that Ladiv Reb Shimon ben Yehuda Ishkvar Akash, Amar Shem Reb Shimon, according to him, there isn't a single mitzvah in the Torah, Shaloi Nechesru Aleh, Arbaim Ushmane Brisai, that doesn't have this 48 times 603,550. It turns out that for every single Yid, this first number that we said, the 48 times 603,550, has to be multiplied again by 603,550. The Gemara asks, what's the difference between this first understanding and the second understanding? They seem to be saying the same thing. So Rabbi Misharshi explains, the question is, is every single Yid in Arev, does he have responsibility for other Yidin? And that's it. Or does he have to be the Arev of an Arev? For example, Reuven wants to borrow money. So he has to bring an Arev, a guarantor, someone that's going to back him up. So he brings Shimon. The question is, does Shimon have to have a guarantor, someone that's going to back him up? So according to the first understanding, every Yid is responsible. He's an Arev. He's a guarantor for every other Yid. So that's 48 times 603,550. However, according to the second opinion, every Yid also has to be an Arev for the other Yid who's an Arev for his friend. So we have to take that first number and multiply it again by 603,550. Now continue to discuss Har Gizim and Har Eval. who's a spokesman of Rish Lakish, he darshened. That wasn't mean he was a spokesman. So the way it used to work back in the day is that there was the Rosh Hashiva and when he would say his shir, he didn't have a microphone system and he had many Talmidim and he wasn't exactly going to be yelling his shir to everyone. So he he would just say a few words, maybe a sentence or two, to his maturgaman, to his spokesperson, and that person would speak his shir out loudly, explaining it to everyone. So this Rabbi Yudabar Nechmeni was Rish Lakish's spokesperson, he was his maturgaman, and he dashed in the following, This entire parsha of Hargiz Menarevel was said specifically in regards to Noif and Oyefes, people that commit znos. Where does this come from? The Pasuk says, Cursed is the man who's going to make a pestle on Masecha, which is referring to doing Avadah Zara. So the question is, 
Avaylay? Is it enough just to give him an error? Is it enough just to curse him? This fellow did Avay Zara, and all we're doing is cursing him? That doesn't make sense. So what's the Pasuk referring to? This is referring to a person who's violent erva, and he had a child from that erva. Now that child is a mamzer, and he can't marry someone in Am Yisrael. So that child now went among the Gayim, and he did Avay Zara. So Arun of cursed is this person's father and mother, because they caused him to go to Avay Zara. And that's why they're going to get cursed. They didn't actually do Avay Zara, so they're not going to be high for doing Avay Zara, but they will get cursed for doing something that caused their son to do Avay Zara. And we can dash on all the Pesukim of Hargizim and Ha'evol like this. And the Gemara continues to our we have a Brisa. The Pasuk says, You shall place the Bracha, or you shall give the Bracha on Hargizim and the Klala on Ha'evol. Now, what's this teaching us? If you want to say the Bracha should be directed towards Hargizim and the Klala is directed towards Ha'evol, Ha'ekvar Nemar, it already says in the Pasuk, these shall stand to bless the nation on Hargrizim, Uksev, and another Pasuk says, and these should stand to curse the nation on Harevol. So we already know that Hargrizim is for brachas and Harevol is for curses. So what do we have to have this Pasuk of, what does that teach us? Ella must be that it teaches us, the bracha has to be said before the klala. You might think you call brachas that all the brachas should come before the klalas, meaning first all the brachas should be said, and then the klalas should be said. That's why the Pasuk says, bracha uklala. Mashmah, there's a bracha and klala together. Bracha achas, kedemus laklala. A bracha comes before its curse. Ve'in kala brachas, kedemus laklalas. But all the brachas don't come before all the klalas. So a bracha is said, and then immediately afterwards, the klala, which is the opposite of that bracha, is said. So it goes bracha, klala, bracha, klala. And furthermore, we'll hakish bracha laklala. It's to be makish the brachas to the klalas. Lerm to tell you, ma klala belavim, just like the klalas were said by the levim, as the Pasuk tells us, beferosh. Af bracha levim, so to the brachas were said by the levim. And ma klala bakala rum, just like the Kala was said in a loud voice, as we had said previously, the word va'anu tells us that they spoke up and they said in a loud voice, Avracha b'kal ram, so too the brachas were said in a loud voice. And u'makal b'shana kaidash, just like the Kala was said in Lashana kaidash, as we said, Avracha b'shana kaidash, so too the brachas were said in Lashana kaidash. And u'makal b'chal uprat, just like the Kalas were said with Klan uprat, there was a general Kala and a specific Kala, Avracha b'kal uprat, same thing by the bracha. And lastly, u'makal elu ve'elu ainin va'imrim amen, both these that were standing in Hargrizim and those on Har Evil said amen, Avracha both those standing on Hargrizim and Har Evil, they also answered Amen to the Brachas. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.